Hey, my creators, what's going on? You already know in the hago, it's the Ruger Spray, Chef Remo, out here in Atlanta. You know what's up. Definitely All-Star Weekend. It's definitely happening. Despite it's limited, I definitely still was bringing Cuts Podcast here to the ATL. You know what I'm saying? So definitely tune in, check in. We're going to talk to a lot of talented people from out here. And also, too, you may learn a few things. You know what I'm saying? Come on, just come on, man! Hey folks, what's going on? We're here, you know what I'm saying, in Atlanta. Nonetheless, to my right, to your left, you know what I'm saying? We got Chameleon in the building, you know what I'm saying? Oh man, woo! Man, listen, she has this dope brand right here, as you see it, Ebony Wine. Oh my God, y'all know the Ruby Spray. I may not know, but the Ruby Spray definitely is a wine fan, heavily wine fan. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here with you this afternoon. Oh, yes, yes, so yes. yes, I'm the founder and CEO of Ebony Wine and Spirits. We are based in out of Charlotte, North Carolina, mm-hmm. sourcing bottling and venting out of Napa, California. Okay, okay. Listen, first and foremost, let's just get right to it. With everything that's going on with black entrepreneurship, why is it need for wine and Well, really understand for me. I wanted to be a part of something that one um, that I knew that was great as far as like consuming goes. And when you go to pitch something, or when you think of like an entrepreneurship from an entrepreneurship perspective, we're looking at businesses. And so for me, I already had a love for wine, and I have a love for wine education. And so it was kind of a no-brainer for me, really, when it came to putting the two together as far as business, as far as finding that passion and something I love and putting that message to the wine so that I can celebrate culture with the people. Oh man, that's what's up, that's what's up. Like, take us into like, your, take my creators into like your daily process of when it comes to this brand. Like, take okay. us to the, to, the, to the measures of the wine, to like the, the texture, almost to the bottling, to everything that matters. Take us into Okay, it. well, above all things, like I said, um, for me, I always start with meditation and kind of clearing my mind when it comes to just the business in general um, to refocus. And right. so when it comes to the brand, um, anybody could possibly have a wine company or create a wine. But I think what's different from us is adding something like what it means to be a part of the industry with our brand. Right. So with Ebony Wine and Spirits, um, we look at look up Ebony or about everything you're gonna look up and you're gonna see darkness and people can take darkness as something in a negative perspective right. but we wanted to bring something that would be positive and that would be understood and represented all over the world so um, what we took it as was meaning uh, the essence of darkness so mm-hmm. something that is beautiful something that every color comes from and so we wanted to unite that use that to unite our people all around the world so right. when you travel and you go to different places um, from Belize to Honduras to Mexico, you're going to find a huge diaspora, and that's from Hong Kong to all over Africa. Obviously, you're going to you're going to find people who look like you, 
um, and who simply speak a different dialect, and but they share the same so many different things that are just like you. And so we wanted to celebrate those things by uniting the culture. And so celebrating the fact that, hey, you may be going through something, I may be going through the same thing over here. And you are my brother and my sister all over the world. And we want to celebrate our heritage, our history, our ethnicity, and all the things that embody evident. Mm. So as far as day-to-day -day goes, um, for me, it's from sitting down to meetings. It's um, meeting with, uh, so our company that we work with as far as where we craft our wines, and when it came to picking and choosing our varietals, it was really, um, which your creators want to know. Yes, yes, uh, definitely. Please, we need so, to know. So what we have, our varietals are Moscato, we have a Riesling, and then we have a Brut Rosé, and we have a Red Fusion. Mm. Wine can actually be pretty intimidating to somebody just getting into wine or somebody who just picks up a bottle kind of off the shelf from just um, the form of how it looks. And so I really wanted to do something when it came to people who are just getting into wine and making the brand as simple as possible when it came, came to it, it, the varietals. So um, the, red, the red blend is a Bordeaux-inspired wine, and it just means five, uh, five different grape blends. Right. Um, the Moscato, people would say automatically, I love sweet wine, what's sweet? So I wanted to keep it as simple as possible from the um, the, the notes, um, from it being like a honeysuckle, it's going to be like your sunshine in a bottle. Right. So it's going to be very simple, not no bitterness at all. It's going to have uh, very sweet grape notes. It's going to put you in the mind of um, if you're eating... Uh, if you're eating a dessert, it's going to be a perfect pairing for your dessert. And our Riesling is going to be a sophisticated wine. It's uh, a very, it's very sharp undertone when it comes to the the ending notes of the wine. But it's a bitterness and a sweet undertone at the beginning of it. So it's something. It's literally something for everyone. It's gonna. It's. I would say. Start at the beginning, we're gonna go sweet, and then we're gonna go to medium sweet, and then we're gonna go to your red. I wanted, I, for me, I wanted to keep it as simple as possible so that we had something for everyone. No, that's great. And also, too, what, what's, what's amazing to me with you is you didn't aim for, I hate to say it, within our culture, mm -hmm. like the Haiti, the cognac. <laughs> The, the vodka, you know what I'm saying? You didn't go for that. You went for something where, culture-wise, you don't see a lot of us involved. So, you know, definitely, yo, it's amazing that you, you let my creatives know that, okay, you could break this barrier. This barrier definitely, can be broken. Definitely, it definitely can be broken. Um, I think it's something, it's definitely bigger than, it's, the mission has to be bigger than wine itself for people to right. get your, your message of the wine. I think when it comes to um, our wired bridles again, we talk about tannins in the wine. I wanted to make sure that I wanted to break everything down so that wine wouldn't be intimidating. A lot of people don't talk about wine because they feel intimidated when it comes to describing the wine, when it comes to under, even understanding what uh, wine influencers or uh, people who are teaching wine are talking about. And so for me, I keep it as simple as possible so that everyone is going to feel welcome and like a big hub in Ebony Wine. And so, of course, we go in in depth when you go to our website or when you, um, you know, in, in different interviews as well as when we're just specifically talking about, per se, wine. But I also don't want, want people to 
get blown away by, hey, I don't understand anything that she's talking about. I don't even know if I like wine. So, no, I want you to say, right. hey, I'm interested. Where's the sweet one? Hey, I like cats, which is going to be a red wine. We have a red wine. And then, hey, I'm not too, I'm not into the two sweets of wine. Do you right. have something simple for me? If I don't like sweet wine, yes, I have something perfect. It's going to be a Riesling. So, okay. something that they can get comfortable with. Oh, you hear that, my creatives? Oh, we got something <laughs> comfortable, my creatives. Oh, baby. Yes. No, nonetheless, let's just get into your roots, you know, being from the Congo, you know, okay. the East and everything like that. What's the feeling oh, of, of just like being of your, of your country? Oh, my goodness. To own a, a, a wine <laughs> and spirit in America today. You're like, you know what I'm saying? In 2021. Like, yeah, we got to go into it. It's absolutely amazing. When we talk about ancestry and heritage, for me, uh, just just knowing uh, that I have have a grandma who barely can be barely speaks English, and then you have like me. I, I love the connection of all her dreams and goals going into her family to have a mother who celebrates culture and a father um, who is you know he's actually a professor and he's very adamant when it comes to education and when it comes to celebrating your culture from you know your African history and your right. heritage. So it's amazing to be a part of that. I love Congolese music um, from Shout our out to Congolese. <laughs> Listen. It, it, Connolly's dance, like it's a whole, it's a whole nother level of dance. It's everything that is celebrated in culture. You know, like when you think about, uh, when you think about the things that make you up as a person, it's so amazing to know these parts of you and to have direct uh, lineage and contact with who you are. And I really uh, celebrate that from our our food. We have amazing food in Congo that pairs great with ebony wine. Um, and yeah, it's just a celebration. It's a celebration all across the board. I get very excited when I can tell my family um, back in Congo, you know, just what I'm doing. We still have family there, aunts, cousins, my grandma's there. So yeah, and then I still have all like my all my brothers are here, um, and then I have just business colleagues who are Congolese. So being able to give them something that is exciting to know, like hey, somebody who is Congolese who has uh, Congolese lineage. Um, can do these things or can celebrate these things. I think that's something to really, you know, cherish. So yeah, I get, I'm super excited to be Congolese. So yeah, yeah very proud. She's proud. She's happy. <laughs> She's doing something remarkable. You know what I'm saying, my creative. This is just dope and amazing. Let's just go into the next thing right here. Let's go into your trials and tribulations. Now you know, definitely last year, 2020 was definitely harsh and difficult for everybody. And the theme for season two of this podcast and vlog has been pivoting. So take us into how did you pivot with your brand? Even though, even though a lot of us was probably dimming your brand, you know, we were going through. You know what I'm saying? I wish the Rooks would have had some in New York, but you know, it is what it is. But just take us into like the whole like way you pivoted, what you had to think, and with your team, what you guys had to think about making the impact in 2021. So my motto, one one of my friends, uh, they call her Miss Business. One thing she said that stuck with me is the pivot, not panic. Right. And so that was like all constantly in my head mm. because we started the process and the dream of doing this um, in about 2018, right. and you know, constant paperwork and working on the vision and the plan to get to 2020 where we're at the beginning of 2020 where we're supposed to launch we were met with COVID and we literally have no idea 
what this is going to look like, what we are going to do. We right. can't have any type of, you know, celebrations or openings. So, of course, it was like, oh, my goodness, I don't even know what's going on. I'm a serial entrepreneur, so not only did I go through that, I had to shut down, you know, had to close for a while our other businesses. So it was really like, okay, it was nothing but time to really think and get, you know, the team together and for them to discuss, like, hey, do this, what are your ideas? What are we about to do? And so we really, luckily, um, my team is comprised of, a, we're a lot of family, a lot of friends, and so the ideas are always flowing. My daughter is one of the creative directors, so oh she's like... Oh my God, we're going to get into that. Because <laughs> I read that. I read about that. I did my research and read about that. We're definitely going to get into that, my friend. We're definitely continuing. Yes. She, um, she said, uh, she gave me the idea. She's like, listen, you're going to have to do TikToks. You're going to have to do reels. You're going to have to get very creative. We can still do this while We can still launch. And I was like, you know, okay, well, I believe we can too. It's just that, you know, I, I wasn't prepared. What I, I'm not going to say I wasn't prepared. It was just that uh, the, transition. the transition and the concept of that you're going to. My, I, my idea was not to be the face. I wasn't going to be the, because I'm in the face in other businesses. But in my head, I was like, you know what? I'm going to use influencers. I'm going to use the one. And I, I didn't have to jump in front of the camera. So, what, what happened in 2020? Guess what? No, sis. You're going to have to be the face. You're going to have to tell the story. I mean, my of freedom. Course, my of mom. course, now. You know, of course, now I get it. Hindsight is 2020. But, so, I had to learn how to just uh, be be open to the concept of all these new changes. Which, like any other business, they really had to get into superly into social media marketing because it was almost like the only resource that we had and that's right. what we did. We did guerrilla style um, marketing when it came to yeah, that my career. Guerrilla <laughs> style. <laughs> Nothing like guerrilla style. Come on. Yes. So you gotta get we got down to the nitty gritty. We literally had uh, from drawing pads to to note taking to getting down to say hey what's gonna be the concept this week? What is, what's going to be the concept that, hey, we can, we can do this dance or do this song. Or, and then what was going to set us apart? So not only were we, so of course you're, you're a black-owned, uh, black-owned wine and spirits company, okay? But what's going to set you apart from the other black-owned wine and spirits company that is celebrating culture too? And so, hey, we took the concept of, hey, well, that we're not going to just celebrate culture. We're going, we're going to show them how we're going to celebrate culture by bringing in, by, by having the global concept, by bringing in the diaspora concept to say, hey, whether you're in Haiti, whether you're in Mexico, hey, we're going to celebrate you in Cuba. Or we're going to tie these things together to celebrate the wine via that, via that culture via you still being a part of the diaspora and people who look like you. And so it was really, it was really um, something that, you know, just COVID in general was something that made us work harder, made us bring out the different concepts, and made us really open our minds when it came to our imagination of what we could do. Okay, that's what's up, that's what's up, man. Wow, oh, <laughs> uh, if that's not inspiring, my creatives, I don't know what Thank it you. is. Thank you, You know, um, let's get to it, last but not least, here on Cuts, we bring people on Cuts. Okay. You know, we have them speak of their top three motivational quotes or top three advice. So for you, what would that be to let my creators know? Okay. I would say my top, I'm gonna, can I blend them? Can I yeah, you can, either one. You can blend okay. it, you can stir it up. 
Okay. The so I'm going to, I'm going to mix it, pour it in, mix it, right, stir it mix. up, and then I'm going to serve it. All right, the lights and dogs. Mix the lights and dogs. <laughs> that's not the rule, but that's what we're doing. All right, cool. Okay, so um, my quote. Um, I give love, I receive love, I am love. That's from my mom. Okay. Oh, shout out uh, to her. Shout out to mom dudes. I'm connected to the ancestors. Yes. I am walking in purpose and love is my guide. Also from Denise Mantra every morning. Mm. And okay. my advice would be to create something, whether it be, I don't know if you want to be, be in the widest spirits industry. I don't know if it's a clothing brand. I don't know what it is, but it has to be it has to be authentically you because people like real and when people see real they can feel it and so it doesn't matter who I invite people to definitely if, I, if this is inspirational come behind you know definitely learn from it but it's not even going to matter if it's not yours and it's not purposeful and you don't have the passion behind it so that is what sets you apart in every industry so having that passion and then leading with love people um especially now the time we live in they want to be accepted they want to be celebrated right. and they want you to understand that hey they're still they're your client these are your consumers so you have to literally lead with love and that's what we do here with Ebony Wine Experience. Alright my creatives now listen we should know this lovely woman. But let everybody know what to follow you Okay, so hey everyone. My name is Camelia Masunda. I am the founder and CEO of Ebony Wine and Spirits. Follow us on Instagram at Ebony Wine and Spirits. And follow us on Facebook at Ebony Wine and Spirits. Follow us on Twitter at Ebony Spirits. And hashtag Ebony Wine and Spirits. And Ebony by Camila's Organics. Ooh, I'm my creative. Nonetheless, we out here. You know my slow. You know I'm closing this out. I pound that chest. Come on, man. Hi, everyone. My name is Camelia Masunda. I'm the founder and CEO of Ebony Wine and Spirits. Are you following cuts? Hey, what's up? What's going on, man? It's yours truly, Remo Marac, a.k.a. Chef Remo. Yeah, you hear a cuts. You know what the cuts stand for. Culture, urban, technology, and sports. Now, for the latest features, content, interviews, and more, click that subscribe button. Come on, man! <laughs>